0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Three Graves Crime Drama Podcast. My name is Holly Eurbergs and I am the writer and producer. You can find the original music from the Cuckoos on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Music. Give us a follow at threegraves.com.
1: Sheila Conroe lived in a modest ranch-style house with peeling paint and a rusted metal awning hanging over the front porch. She ushered me into her aging kitchen with a wary smile.
2: I've got sugar and cream, if you want it. Thanks. How did you and Charlie meet? I worked as a waitress at Egbert's in Marble Falls. Charlie came in on Sundays, and we hit it off. We got married a year later, when I found out I was pregnant with Jessie.
1: How well did you know Casey?
2: She came over to the house quite a bit. Jesse was pretty crazy about her. I don't think he ever got over her murder. I found this picture from the Mustangs high school prom in his old bedroom. Look how cute they were together.
1: I don't remember much about Tommy's childhood.
2: I remember you. You were just a baby. Your mom always put pink bows in your hair. You knew my mom? Not real well. Uh, she was she was a typical preacher's wife, you know, quiet as a mouse, busy up at the church all the time. I
1: didn't know Tommy and Jesse were friends.
2: Tommy hung out at the shop a lot. He wanted a motorcycle so bad. But he knew your dad wouldn't approve. Charlie helped him fix up an old Triumph.
1: Did you ever see any child pornography around the house or on your home computer?
2: No, but Charlie was a secretive guy. He didn't trust anyone. You knew
1: about his drug business?
2: What do you think? He didn't make shit working as a mechanic.
1: Why did you and Charlie kidnap Rachel and take her to Oklahoma City?
2: No, let's get something straight. We rescued her. Her foster family wasn't taking care of her. Never any food in the house. The father was beating up the mom. And something spooked Charlie after Casey's murder. He said Rachel wasn't safe.
1: He never told you why?
2: No, I figured he pissed off some other drug dealer. Things were good for a while in Oklahoma City until he got arrested for that girl's rape. I was tired of his lies and filed for divorce.
1: I have something to show you. There's a woman from Georgetown who's been looking for her twin sister
2: her whole life. She looks just like Ashley. Her name's Evelyn Bell. My God. Who would tear two babies apart like that? It's not
1: done anymore, but Evelyn's adoptive parents only wanted one baby.
2: (sighs) Do you believe in miracles? Ashley struggled with diabetes her whole life and needs a new kidney. This could be her chance for a whole new life.
1: I met Jesse Burton at Agent H. Shooting Sports off of IH 40 on the west side of Oklahoma City. I waited by the shooting range where he was taking shots at a blue paper target with a Glock 22. He had an athletic build and a military crew cut. When he saw me, he holstered his gun and removed his ear protection. He reached out for a handshake. He had Charlie's green eyes and a kind smile. I spoke to your mom this morning about Casey's murder case.
3: I heard. Tracy was my first real girlfriend.
1: What do you think happened to her?
3: Man, I wish I knew.
1: Your mom told me about your father's drug business.
3: Yeah, he ruined his life and almost ruined mine. My mom got me back on track. She saved Ashley, too.
1: Detective Parr found child pornography in your father's safe deposit box. You know anything about that?
3: No, but nothing would surprise me about him. He never thought the rules applied to him, you know?
1: There was a picture of a young boy with dark hair.
3: Have you talked to Tommy?
1: I drove to Bricktown with a knot in my stomach. I was convinced Tommy had been Burton's victim, but I didn't think either of them would open up to me. The truth was too dark and painful. Ashley Burton worked as a bartender at the high-end Mickey Mantle Steakhouse. A bronze statue of the famous slugger stood outside the restaurant. Framed pictures of Mantle lined the walls of the swanky dining room with polished wood tables, black leather chairs, and a piano bar. Ashley Burton was pouring a beer for a customer when I arrived at the bar. I waved to get her attention.
0: You're the reporter
1: from Austin? I'm Tommy's sister.
0: God, I haven't thought about Tommy in years. Where is he living these days?
1: Pasadena, Texas. He's a drummer for the Ben Vertigo. So he made it. You want a beer? Sure. I want to show you something. You have a twin sister in Georgetown. Are you kidding me? I interviewed Evelyn Bell about three months ago. She's been trying to find you.
0: My God, I I don't know what to say. I guess I should get her
1: number from you. I know it's a lot to take in. The FBI is investigating your stepfather for possession of child pornography.
0: Yeah, Mom told me.
1: Jesse thought Tommy might have been a victim. Did Charlie ever try to photograph you?
0: No, I mean, he was a little rough around the edges, but he was a good guy. He treated Tommy like a son.
1: Did you talk to Tommy after Casey's murder?
0: No, he completely shut down after they found her body in the woods... And a few weeks later, after her funeral, we moved to Oklahoma City, and I never saw him again.
1: Why do you think he reacted that way?
0: I think he felt guilty. He was sneaking around with Casey behind Jesse's back.
1: Tommy was dating Casey?
0: Oh, it was a lot more than dating. Casey was a free spirit and really beautiful. Honestly, I was jealous of her. I had a huge crush on Tommy. Do you ever talk to Charlie Burton? No, I haven't talked to him since he went to prison. He didn't want visitors. This is good. Samuel Adams, after your news, I'm going to need one too.
1: Your mom told me about your diabetes.
0: Yeah, it's taken a toll.
1: Call Evelyn. She wants to meet you. After my whirlwind trip back to Oklahoma, I was even more determined to try and get Tommy to open up to me. I picked him up from his physical therapy appointment in downtown Houston and tried to sound calm as we approached his RV park in Pasadena. How's your hand?
4: Killing me. They still won't give me any real pain meds. Nice rain.
1: Thanks. Will and I renewed our vows
4: what about the other woman?
1: I've forgiven him, and he doesn't work there anymore.
4: Well, Dad's worried about you. He thinks you should drop this assignment.
1: Since when do you care what he thinks?
4: I didn't want to get into it with you, but Casey was messed up. I saw her and Charlie going at it plenty of times. She did it for the pot, you know, to get it free.
1: Yeah, I heard about that from Rachel Kersey.
4: What are you talking about?
1: Rachel's alive. Charlie and Shirley took her to Oklahoma City in 1988. She goes by Ashley now.
4: That's fucking crazy.
1: When were you going to tell me you and Casey were having sex in high school? Tommy, I want to help you, but you have got to stop lying to me.
4: I'm so sick of your self-righteous bullshit. You have no idea what I went through.
1: I met Detective Parra at the Cover 2 Sports Bar on Research Boulevard and surveyed the ten different beers on tap. I decided on the Samuel Adams Summer Ale. Parra stared into his beer and didn't speak for a while. I broke the ice. Ashley got me hooked on this beer. How's she doing? She was kind of in shock when I told her about Evelyn, but I think it will be good for her. Another family connection. That picture of the boy from Burton's safe deposit box. I think it's Tommy.
5: Listen, Samantha. The other DNA on Casey's body was from Tommy.
1: I'm not surprised. Ashley said they were hooking up in high school.
5: Trevor's gonna to have to bring him in.
1: I know. He's hiding something.
5: I'm gonna need a confession or more evidence to close this case.
1: Burton's already in prison. He's not going to help us.
5: I'm taking a K-9 unit to Fellowship Church tomorrow. We need to find that secret room.
1: Let me come with you. The Fellowship Baptist Church building had been sold in 2000 and converted to the Marble Falls International School. The only remaining vestige of the church was the white stone cross that stood outside in the front courtyard. Detective Parr, the canine officer, Max, and I met headmaster Francois Bernard in the school office. A framed picture of the school logo, a world globe in open hands, hung on the wall. Francois leaned over to Pet Piper.
0: A beautiful
4: dog. I've always liked German shepherds. I understand you're looking for a room that was a part of the Underground Railroad.
1: My father was the pastor here in the late 80s. A Quaker minister who was a union sympathizer built the church.
4: I had no idea. When we converted the church into the school, we decided to use the pastor's study as our library because it had so many built-in bookshelves. Let's take a look. This is our library. We removed an adjoining wall to increase the size and combine two rooms into one. I'm going to have Piper take a sniff of this bone, and then we'll put her to work. Good girl, Piper. Find her. I think this is the place that we're going to have to cut the carpet. I'll grab a utility knife. I think I found the edge. Piper, stop! Let me go first and catch Piper. We got a metal twin bed down here and an
5: old handsaw. Samantha and I are coming down.
1: Look, there's an old mason jar with something in it.
5: Communion wafers. smells weird. Almost like a pesticide.
1: Remember Burton's poem? A poison wafer, it's not safe. Friday morning, I sat down at my desk for the first time in a week. Regina had agreed to perform DNA testing on the handsaw and trace analysis of the communion wafers. I was so absorbed in my writing, I didn't see Detective Parr when he stopped at my desk.
5: Samantha, I have some bad news. Tommy's been arrested.
1: What's going on?
5: A tip came in. We found a bloody towel with Casey and Tommy's DNA in Burton's old house. The partial fingerprint on the saw was a match for Tommy.
1: That's why he wouldn't talk to me.
5: Bail's going to be set high.
1: Tommy doesn't have any money gotta call my dad and see if he can help.
5: I'm sorry to drop this bomb on you. I've gotta get back to the office. I'll update you as soon as I have more information. FBI Special Agent Trevor Range had arrested Tommy at his RV in Pasadena. I watched as he brought Tommy inside the Burnett County Sheriff's Office in handcuffs. I stood outside the interview room to watch the interrogation. Tommy squirmed in his seat his face pale, his right arm in a sling.
3: Tommy, I need your help to understand.
2: Tommy's mother, Laura, gave me a pink bathrobe and told me to lie down on the bed. A wooden plaque on the wall read, With God, all things are possible. I wondered what God thought of me that day. The nurse entered, carrying a large syringe with a long plastic tip. Now just close your eyes, dear.
0: You're going to feel some pressure and a pinch, but that's normal.
4: My dad found out Casey was pregnant and he went berserk. He said it'd ruin our family and his career. Casey was pregnant with your baby? we have been sneaking around for a few months. It was an accident. My dad found a midwife in the church to do the abortion. But something went wrong. They couldn't stop the bleeding. And Casey died. My father said we could go to jail. He made me cut off her hands. He pulled her teeth. We buried her in the woods by the quarry. Let's back up.
3: Where was the abortion performed? Our house in Marble Falls. And my parents' bedroom. And who witnessed the
4: procedure? My mom was there, and a nurse. A woman from the fellowship church who worked as a midwife. I don't know her name.
3: That's a pretty crazy story, Tommy. It's the truth, I swear to God. I asked you last month about the child pornography. I'm giving you a second chance to come clean. Who took those pictures? My
4: father. He said we needed the money for church and my mom's cancer treatment.
5: Agent Range agreed with me that Pastor Kevin McDonald was a flight risk. I followed Range and two other FBI agents to McDonald's mansion in Houston. Bren McDonald's smile faded when she opened the front door to the three muscular FBI agents. I dreaded calling Samantha to deliver more bad news about her family.
0: What's this about?
5: We need
3: to speak to your husband. I'm here. Kevin McDonald, you are under arrest for the murders of Casey Crowley and Sophia Wheatley and the possession of distribution of child pornography.
0: There must be some mistake.
3: Please turn around. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law you have the right to an attorney. If you cannot afford an attorney, one will be provided for you.
0: Kevin, for God's sake, tell me what's going on.
3: Call Brian. Tell him I've been arrested. And the Bible says, we will stand before God and be judged for our sins. I never thought I'd step outside the walls of Big Mac. It had become my home. My hands were shaking as I shaved off my beard. I barely recognized the old man in the mirror, but he smiled back at me. Today, I would be a free man with a second chance at life and love.
2: Oh my God, he's coming. Baby, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry.
3: I never thought I'd see you boys again. Tommy, I shouldn't have blackmailed your dad with those pictures. He puts you in there for a rape you didn't commit. I'd say you're even. I heard Sammy's having a baby. <laughs> yeah, it's a boy. When you see her, tell her thanks for me. Let's go home, Dad. Kristen and Noelle want to meet you. Who's Noelle? Your granddaughter, Dad. She made you a cake.
1: Six months later, my life had changed in so many ways. Crawford had retired and had been promoted to editor at the Statesman my dream job. A month later, I found that I was pregnant, a baby boy. Will and I were happier than ever. My father had pleaded guilty and was given a life sentence. The waves of horror and disbelief were still rolling through Marble Falls and the Houston megachurch where my father had preached. I'd started writing a memoir about uncovering my family's secret at age 34. Tommy had not been charged because he was a minor when the crimes were committed. Tonight, we were putting the past behind us. Tommy was playing his first show with Vertigo in over a year. I could see Ashley Burton weaving her way through the crowd. Oh my God, your hair. I love it. You look just like Evelyn.
0: I know. We're really twins now. Your baby bump's so cute. When are
1: you due? October 15th. But everyone tells me first babies are usually late
0: oh your little pumpkin baby
1: Evelyn told me the transplant is scheduled for next week
0: yeah i'm a little scared for both of us it's
1: gonna be fine Tommy and i will be there with you
0: did you hear the angel broke into the hot 100 last
1: week a little birdie
2: told me that song is about you